In this place, to find is to lose, and to lose is to find. Sorry, say that again? I, I think you lost me. to Got It Memorized, the Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. My name is Joe, and I'm joined as always by Wheels, but who cares about Wheels, because this time we're also joined by Shannon Manor from the other Kingdom Hearts show we talked about, uh, Kingdom Smarts. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, uh, why don't you tell the folks about yourself, and uh, we'll probably get to Kingdom Smarts later, but what about you just tell us about yourself generally? I'm a professional artist. I that's basically it. That's what I do for a living, what I do for a hobby. And then I accidentally became a podcaster. So here I am. <laughs> so what how how does one how does one fall into that? Um mostly I just listen to a bunch of podcasts and I'm very gabby, so I just kept talking to people and then I accidentally ended up on their podcasts and then I accidentally <laughs> ended up starting new podcasts with them. That's funny. That's the that's the way in. Yep. Got to get your foot in the door. I um, mean, Wheels, you kind of accidentally were like, because you you did you start podcasting before poke? Uh, I was gonna say Pokemon Cast, but before yeah, it's super effective. I had a I had a tiny show with my brother. That's like the that was like the predecessor to what I'm doing with my brother now. Um, oh yeah, you told and, me about that, but I didn't know it was like if it was thing yeah that you put on the internet and then and then I was a big enough fan of a Pokemon podcast that I talked myself onto it for six years. Uh, so yeah, I, I know, I, I guess I, sh- I shouldn't be so surprised by, by Shannon's trajectory because it was similar to mine. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, so why don't you tell us about Kingdom Smarts? Uh, well, it's basically what y'all do, but um, instead, it's me and my buddy Jake. He has never played Kingdom Hearts. He only knows about it through mostly me and his brother and a few friends. And uh, it actually was a spinoff of another podcast he was going to do, but that fell through the door. So then he was like, why don't we keep the Kingdom Hearts part? And then you can just explain Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts to me. That's such a good idea. So I know that he is not allowed to look at spoilers because that ruins the point of the show. Does he plan on, and I know he hasn't like been playing through the, does he plan on playing through the, through the games? Like I know you're just starting Chain of Memories. Is he planning on playing the, the first game or, or is the rule that he can only look at the screen caps that you post on Twitter? Um, I don't know if he's ever mentioned that he's wanted to play them because I think it's just one of those, like, he's a madman. He does like eight podcasts and like edits a few others. So I don't know if he has time to play video sure. games anymore. But um, he's definitely become yeah. interested in the story after we finished Kingdom Hearts 1, because since he knew nothing about it, he's like, ah, oh, it's just like Disney stuff. And by the time we finished the first game, he's like, I'm so emotionally invested that I was not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Kingdom Hearts journey, though. And, uh, and I, I, th- I think he gets a more pure experience because he's not playing Kingdom Hearts 1, which is not particularly fun to do. Yeah, so. it, that one's a bit of a slug. It's fine. But, I mean, all right, my, my cons- it's not that great to go back to after, like, yeah. however many years, 15, yeah. at least. 
Um, I think that's even something you mentioned when you were talking about Chain of Memories on, on your show. Yeah, because... tough to go back to. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, Chain of Memories because of the battle system, but... um. Yeah. I have no love lost for that, but whenever I go back to Kingdom Hearts 1, there's definitely a big, like, oh no, Kingdom Hearts 2 fight system so much better. <laughs> the camera angle is the real boss. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but what's your, uh, how did you find Kingdom Hearts? What's your, like, relationship to the series? Um, well, I started on it when it first came out, I think, what was it? I think I was, like... Oh, I'm bad at dates, too. You would think that between the three people on this call that have Ki- Kingdom Hearts podcasts, one of us would know when the game came out. I know. It came out in 2002. I'm, so I'm just trying to remember how old I was. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. the hard part. I'm pretty sure I was in high school. But yeah, I just remember yeah. I saw a trailer for it on TV, and I was like, oh, I can't believe they're putting Disney characters in Final Fantasy. That looks really stupid. <laughs> And then, like, the more I stared at the trailer, the more I was like, just kidding, I really want it. Yeah. And I think that was the first time my mom ever tricked me. Like, she bought it for me for Christmas, but she hid it in a box with, like, a bunch of clothes. Because I was a little little (laughs) brat, and I went and opened anything that was DVD-shaped. So she's like, nah, I know, I'm gonna hide it. Oh, that's funny. That's clever. And then, when would you say you went from, like, did you say, would you think it's, like, immediately, like, playing the game, like, the first one where you thought, like oh, this isn't just a game I'm enjoying, this is a thing I'm really into, or was it one of the later entries? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, I was immediately hooked, like, I loved everything about yeah. it. And then I remember I tried to skip Chain of Memories because I didn't have a GBA at the time. Like, I was already mad I couldn't play po- uh, the new Pokemon, so I was mad I couldn't play <laughs> uh, Chain of Memories. So I was like, I'll be fine. And then, like, halfway through the f- opening cutscene of Kingdom Hearts 2, I was just like, I don't know who all these people are. I'm going to go track down my friend that played this and make him explain it to me. <laughs> so so you were doing your own your own proto version of the podcast that you currently do. Yeah, basically. Someone else explains to you the plot of a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, but I I did the, I tried the same thing. I didn't play Chain of Memories, but I tried to just read the plot summary and it I I I I think I read that so many times thinking like there must be some key detail I'm missing because I still don't understand Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2 but turns out it's just not an easy game to understand. Well, I think they also you know there's a big jump between Kingdom like End of Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 2 like there's like a year of time and we they give you like they pull the Metal Gear Solid switcheroo where it's like surprise your Roxas. And you yeah. don't know who this person yeah. is or anything that they're dealing with. Also, I don't know anyone that played Chain of Memories. So I feel like that's a, I, a sort of shared experience with a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, I had a few friends in school who played it. Uh, Joe, do you have any more questions for Shannon before we go to our stupid game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, either, so like other than your podcasts, and I, I, I sort of know the answer to this question. How like... When did it become such a big part of your life that like? Uh, probably Kingdom Hearts 2. I remember I bonded a yeah. lot with a lot of my friends during Kingdom Hearts 2. Like me and my best friend, we cosplayed Demix and Zigbar together. We would have sleepovers oh, where, where we'd play Kingdom Hearts 2 all the time. Um, I had a Kingdom Hearts themed wedding. That's rad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was definitely like 
after Kingdom Hearts 2, it's it basically stayed in my life. Like even when I didn't have game systems to play some of the games, I would still read up on them just so I wouldn't be the person all like, oh, the side games don't matter. So like even without a PSP, <laughs> I was like, no, Birth by Sleep matters. I just can't actually yeah. play it. <laughs> About your wedding, is your spouse super into that? Is super into Kingdom Hearts 2 or is that a or was that a one-sided uh, Kingdom Hearts-themed wedding? Oh, no, it, it's double-sided. Um, that's yeah. how we met. Uh, we met when Kingdom Hearts oh, 2 cool. came out, and it was, like, one of the things that we first talked about. That's huh. rad. So, like, when we started playing the wedding, like, I was immediately just like, I want a Sailor Moon-themed wedding, because that's my thing. And he's like, yeah, that's your thing. What about our <laughs> thing? And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's do Kingdom Hearts. That's cool. Yeah, um, when my wife and I met in high school, we... That was something we both like. We talked a lot about like music that we both liked, but also Kingdom Hearts was like I was like out of it then. I was like, oh, it's too complicated. I don't care. And then that Christmas, I bought her like we we bought ourselves a PS3, and I bought her the remasters. So and I ended up playing them, and now I'm on this show. <laughs> so um, and we also I, I I sent you the picture, and I might post it on the podcast Twitter. But we also did we didn't do like a full themed wedding but our cake was destiny islands um and we split a popper fruit which i think you said that you also did yep <laughs> yeah so a lot oh, of so cool yeah a lot of similarities and in, in in the show right now yeah. so in the shows and us it's weird yeah like jake does a pokemon show and like you're all on tabletop role-playing shows which wheels it's, does I, it's bizarre I'm, I'm willing to just say that joe and i are the nobodies in the situation <laughs> Um, I think I think I, I think we're ready to own that part of our mm-hmm. internet uh, persona. Um, but you know, it's it's hard admitting that we can't have feelings, or or that it's very difficult for us to have them. It's hard owning that, but I think I think we can make that uh, hard realization. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I still have my organization thirteen coat. I don't know if it still fits me because I was Zigbar <laughs> a very long time ago. But I'm pretty sure I can make it work. <laughs> oh, I need to get me one of those too. Um, so we have, uh, we're starting, we, we, with the last guest, we set this precedent where every time we have a guest, we're going to play a silly little game and we're going to play a different game this time. We're going to play a, would you rather series of questions all themed around kingdom hearts. So, um, I'm going to take these first two questions, then Joe's going to bring it home. So Shannon, Mm -hmm. uh, would you rather travel the world with Donald, Sora or Goofy? You only pick one. Uh, Sora, hands down. Uh, why? It's very, the very quick response. Why is that? Oh well, he's my favorite Kingdom Hearts character, and he's just—he's just such a bubble of joy and like positivity. That that would be super rad to hang but out with. Isn't Goofy that too? Yeah, but I feel like no, I actually don't know who has their shit more together. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, it, it definitely varies from from time to time. I. Th- what, I think we can all agree Donald's the wrong answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald is a buzzkill. I mean, I love Donald, Donald guy, but he's Donald a buzzkill. is definitely like chaotic good. <laughs> so like, it really depends on the type of time you're trying to have. Oh, I would have said lawful with Donald. Really? Yeah, because he's, I don't know, he gets frustrated. Well, I always compare him to Taco, so I feel like my reading of Donald is way more chaotic than probably most people's. He does fly off the handle very easily. That's true. Yeah, it's hard to. You know, it's almost like 
even in tabletop games, you can't put people, you can't uh, <laughs> assume someone is exactly lawful good or whatever. It's almost like that uh, whole D&D system is kind of bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so this next question, I think this is even, I think this one's more difficult. It might take some more thinking oh on your part. Would you rather be stuck listening to Vexen explain Bitcoin or Peter Pan explain the Legend of Zelda timeline? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know my answer to this one. I think I... I think I'm gonna have to go with Vexen. <laughs> I yeah. think I'm, I would lean toward Vexen too because that would be funny. But I like legitimately hate Peter Pan and Peter Pan's the worst and the Zelda timeline. So yeah, yeah, I hate Peter Pan. And as much as I l- will like explain the Kingdom Hearts timeline until I'm dead, if someone tries to explain the Zelda timeline to me, I will probably just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where's the nearest door so I can leave the room? Yeah, whereas yeah. I like how much I like Vexen a lot, and he's just such a pain that I feel like I'd at least have fun just bothering him and interrupting him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, okay, but why is it called mining? <laughs> oh, no, we can't have this. Oh, man. All right, Joe, you want to take the next two questions? Yes. Um. So this one's also stupid. Uh. <laughs> So if you were doing a road trip, would you rather let um, Organization 13 decide the playlist or Maleficent and her cabal of villains? Oh, man. I think I might have to go with Maleficent. I feel like because it'd be really she'd be deciding and everyone else would just be (laughs) there. That's (laughs) true. Yeah, I guess it's really just Maleficent or a car of 13 people (laughs) arguing. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like Melissa, she has, like, a tighter grip on her group of villains, whereas I feel like organization, like, yeah. no one would agree on it, and it would just be a nightmare. I think the underlying question here that I don't know the answer to, it, th- I, I think there is clearly a difference in the taste of music that Organization 13 and Maleficent at all would have. But I'm not sure exactly what, like, is it Organization 13 listens to, like, industrial and... Maleficent and friends listen to like I don't know like Monster Mash on repeat like I don't know exactly what it is but there's a difference there's a similar darkness but I think it's different I feel Mm -hmm. like Maleficent's really classy so I feel like it'd be some super like awesome like super classy like villain music Ooh, that's true Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah I definitely felt like like my my mind is playing a song from Atlantica and Kingdom Hearts 2 are just like really dramatic villainous show tunes is what I would expect. Yeah, that's yeah, that would be good. And Oogie Boogie's there too, and he's got some of that yeah. same flair. Yeah, he's got a great villain song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I feel like Organization 13, like whoever has the like the ox chord, you'd just be listening to their taste, so it would just vary from person to person. Yeah. <laughs> Which is both I think exciting and dangerous. Yeah. Shion's playlist is the same as Roxas's. <laughs> <laughs> I think, all right, so the worst part is easily like Vexen would get it and it would be like Swans or like some other, <laughs> like, uh, like I, I don't even know if Swans is the right genre per se, but I feel like whatever Vexen plays. Godspeed, you black emperor. Yeah, I was going to say it would be like extremely like 20 minute tracks. Yeah, I feel like he'd yeah. play the audiobook and everyone'd be like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite podcast. Um, it's called Stuff You Don't Know. I know all of it, though, because that's, that's Vexen. <laughs> Stuff I, Vexen, learned in history class. Yeah, he'd put on, yeah. like, episode 55 of a boring podcast. Yeah. 
Okay, what podcasts would the Organization 13 members like? I don't know. That's too hard. <laughs> Emix would like Mabim Bam. Oh, yeah, totally. That Probably. Is, yeah. That is my stance, and that's the only one I have. <laughs> <laughs> you you set up that joke like you you do this all the time where you're like set up a joke and usually I'm like okay I can figure it out. You're asking me to do 13 jokes right now and I just and I just don't have it in. Well me. no, we knocked two of them out. Sure. Well, there there you have it. Close enough. That's all you're going to yeah. get. Folks. I'm just going to it's it's just going to like linger in the back of my mind and we're just going to be like throughout all of Kingdom Hearts 2 I'm just going to be like, you know, I think I think uh no, I can't even think of one, so I can't continue this joke. I'm sorry. Exactly. I've let it's you very down. difficult. I feel like Zigbar would listen to like every single bad movie podcast. Oh mm. yeah. There's a lot of them there too. I was trying I'm like I'm trying to think of podcasts that don't have McElroy's on them, and it's very hard. <laughs> I just don't listen uh, to enough podcasts. Uh you wanna hit hit that next question, Joe? Yeah. So this is the last one. It's uh if you had to pick a Kingdom Hearts world to live in, well, Actually, from this short list, would you rather live on uh, Destiny Island, Traverse Town, Twilight Town, or Radiant Garden? Ooh, that's a hard one. See, this is the one, this is the only one where I would have like an immediate answer like you did for the first one, <laughs> so it's funny. I, I think mine isn't immediate, but we probably have the same answer. I'm thinking either yeah. Destiny Islands or Radiant Garden. Oh, okay. So uh, th- those are v- two very different worlds. What what draws you to both of those? I'm trying to think of like, if I go to Destiny Islands, I can hang out with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. If I go to Radiant Garden, I can hang out with everyone else. But Kyrie kind of beats out literally everyone else. So I may <laughs> have to do Destiny Islands. <laughs> I think this I think this really highlights the way in which um got it memorized is the nobody of kingdom smarts because i was not at all thinking of like the people that i could spend time with i'm like no why would i ever have have uh, emotions about other people i I was i was just thinking about like what aesthetic do i want to live in (laughs) and the answer was immediately twilight town yeah for me i guess if we're thinking about people that does complicate it yeah i mean between me twilight town and radiant garden but like twilight town i think is a a, like a nicer aesthetic that I think I would like to. Yeah, I wasn't really considering characters in the slightest. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Uh, who's in... I mean, the people in Twilight Town are all right. Radiant Garden has, like, all of your favorite Final Fantasy friends. So And least favorite. And Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think more seriously, the, the reason I would probably pick Twilight Town is... And I think I maybe talked about this on the show before. One of the reasons I like Kingdom Hearts 2 so much is because... When you end up returning to Twilight Town, um, at least for me, I feel nostalgic for this video game place that I was just at earlier in the video game. And that's like such a difficult thing to pull off in a piece of media. Um, And yet I I still feel nostalgic. And uh, when I think about Twilight Town and as a result, I I feel a connection to this fake place that that's the real reason I would want to live there. Yeah, I think um, I don't. I don't know if this would, you know, be a thing that you heard constantly when you lived there, in some sort of real situation. But like the music, I think plays a lot into that for me. Is it just really good? Um, yeah, I don't think they pipe in the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, but like when I'm picking an aesthetic, that factors into it because it is a video game sure. world. Also, I think it's funny that you were like talking about like the nostalgia of a fake place and that's kind of 
exactly. The oh, that's true. That, town is, thing. That, is the ex- that is the exact arc. Yeah. See, I'm just thinking about like if I had to live there, I'd have to get a job, and I've already done all the jobs in Twilight Town for like three hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only three. Yeah. Not a booming economy. And if you can't jump like Sora can and do the weird dashes, that poster hanging one's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's like, I'm a yeah, person I, with regular person legs, and it's gonna be a hard time. It's gonna take me all day. <laughs> I've never been good at skateboarding. Yeah, Probably not gonna work out. Um, that's the end of our silly uh, game. So, Shannon, thanks for, for being on the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm also yeah, still thinking time. about podcasts the organization would listen to, and I'm gonna be thinking about that all yeah. day now. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll exchange tweets with, a, with the full list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, it's Wheels. I'm cutting in here just for a bit because apparently Joe and I are terrible hosts and we forgot to ask Shannon to plug her internet presence. So you can find her on Twitter at twitter.com slash Shannon Maynor. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-A-N-O-R. And the show that she is on that is very good and very fun and very funny is called Kingdom Smarts. So you can find that on Apple Podcasts or wherever. Anyway, back to the second half of the Ansem Report. Hey, we're back. Uh, do you smell that smell, Joe? Mmm, it's... I think it smells like darkness? It also smells like spoilers, because we're getting into it in Ooh. this Ansem report. Um, it's probably not going to be very long, because we just did one what feels like a few weeks ago, because it was not that long ago. But there are a few well, things in Riku's story that point to other things. The episode probably wasn't that long ago, but we recorded it. What feels like years ago. So <laughs> sure, yeah. Before we get into that, we did have uh, one question that came in in the small period of time between the Ansem report and this Ansem report. Um, comes to us from Plakwas on Twitter, uh, who asks, "I should have had the question up." Um, question for an Ansem report. Do you think Repliku will make a return in Kingdom Hearts 3, perhaps as a vessel or just chilling in Castle Oblivion uh, if they visit to save Ventus or whatever? I think it would be a cool twist uh, if, like, what do you think is the odds that someone on Sora's team learns how time travel works and then this becomes the stupidest story ever told? Because... I thought of this literally just now because I was like, he dissolved. There's no way. Wait a minute. The entire cast of Kingdom Hearts 3 is dead because that's how time travel works in this yeah. game. So, I mean, I guess it's technically not out of the question, even though it's it should be. I will be kind of. You know what, Joe? I'll be a little T.O.'d uh, if time travel has a big part in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, it was like, you know, it's. Kind of, I think it kind of fit, it, you know, it fits in Dream Drop Distance as like a, oh, this is the the game where they do the time travel, or not they, but where the villains do the time travel. I don't know. I, it, it, would, it would seem weird to me in a main series game. That's probably the only way it would happen because like, yeah, he Repliku seems very dead at the end of this game. Um, I think, I think yeah. it would be a nice, like, it's not, it kind of is a deep cut. A little bit, mm-hmm. I guess, as deep as a cut can get in this series. I was gonna say um, the same thing, but it's weird because it's also like 
a lot of the characters that are introduced in this game are pretty important. <laughs> like, Nomine well, I, kind of gets reintroduced in Kingdom Hearts 2, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, she's more yeah. important here. It's, it's Well, it's kind of like the, the members who don't make it out of Castle Oblivion aren't really an issue in Kingdom Hearts yeah, 2. True. Everyone's kind of moved on. So, I mean, that's the thing. They only show up in side games, so it's kind of hard to say, like, would a Marluxia fight in Kingdom Hearts 3 be cool? I don't know, maybe. Would they do it? Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, there was already a there's already a Marluxia fight in the what is it final mix of Kingdom, yeah, Hearts, Kingdom 2. Hearts two, and it you sucks. Can fight his ghost. It sucks a lot. It's weird. Those those data fights in Kingdom Hearts two are like, oh cool, new game mechanics. Oh wow, they I don't have the patience to figure them out <laughs> and, and actually <laughs> yeah. do these fights. So that's fun. I have two main things to talk about. I think that we should get to in the Sanson report. One of them is Diz and one of them is Axel. Um, do you have anything else other than those two that you'd want to get to first? I don't think so. I think uh, most of this game is pretty contained. Yeah. Well, I think with the exceptions of, of Diz and Axel, because I think there's a lot of things where we could sort of like talk about where things branch off to, but we don't need to because we're just going to do Kingdom Hearts 2 next anyway. Yeah. Do you? I think I think Diz is easier. So do you want to save Diz for last, and we'll get the the hard stuff out of the way first? Yeah, let's let's get into the the thick of Axel. Let's make the episode that had Shannon on it the Axel episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a super cool thing to do. Uh huh. So we were very confused why he kills Zexion at the end of this game, or why he has Repliku specifically kill Zexion at the end of this game because he's there to eliminate traitors right but Zexion ain't one of those he's actually to the end pretty loyal uh, in his actions like the whole reason he wants to eliminate Riku is because he could act as a threat to the organization so the question becomes wait I thought Axel was there as a double agent to just pretend to be a traitor to get in close to Larxene and Marluxia and then kill them, right, as like a double agent. So I did some digging because I, because my memory of 358... Can't ever say it. My memory of 358 over 2 is a little hazier than I'd like it to be. I'd be... I'm excited to, to watch that game um, after playing it so long ago. Because there's a lot of stuff that happens in there that I had forgotten. I don't remember this very clearly, um, so maybe it was more of just an implied thing. But after I did some digging and reading and um, watching a little bit, apparently it's implied that at one point, um, which would be sort of this point in the story, Syx and Axel had their own little scheme to take over the organization. Because before... Axel gets really close with Roxas. Apparently, Axel and Syx were best buddies, specifically when they were. Well, I guess I haven't even explained who Syx is. So if you're <laughs> listening to this spoiler thing, just because you you don't care about spoilers and you haven't gotten to Kingdom Hearts two, Syx is another member of Organization Thirteen. Uh, he's kind of referred to as like the second in command to Zemnis, the leader of Organization Thirteen. And as you probably already 
I figured out all of the organization members have X's in their names. Their names are anagrams of their original names when they were people with an X added in when they become nobodies. So Syx used to be a person named Issa, uh, and, and Axel used to be a person named Lee, and Issa and Lee were good friends. Uh, and so their nobodies, Axel and Syx, were decently good friends, although it's harder to be friends when you're a creature that can't have feelings. Um, but they plotted together, apparently, to take over, have their own scheme to take over the organization. But once Axel started getting closer with Roxas and started developing feelings again, um, Syx apparently gets really jealous and um, says, maybe I don't want to take over the organization with you. And they don't. And Syx is just loyal uh, again after that. Um, Which is so weird. A little bit, little bit. It's weird, but I think it makes sense, right? Like, Syx is thinking, like, yeah, it's me and Axel against the world. And then Axel's like, hi, meet my best friend, Roxas, yeah. this person I met two weeks ago. Um, He's the most important thing to me now. Yeah, you can imagine how that would be upsetting. Um, so at this point in the story, in Chain of Memories, um, it's implied that Syx sends Axel there because Xemnas wants uh, Xemnas wants to eliminate the traitors, and it's Syx's you know job to like give out the orders for the missions. So Syx tells Axel like, hey. It's implied that he tells him, hey, while you're there, get rid of anybody that's going to be that's going to get in the way of our plans. So that's why he makes sure that Lexius and Zexian and Vexen die, too. Um, <laughs> They're um, also dead because the, because they are pretty loyal. Um, and so getting rid of them would make it easier for their eventual takeover of the organization. But then that plan falls apart because Syx is too jealous. I think that makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it tracks. Um, I forgot about how big of a deal Roxas is, but he's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. um, it also makes a bit more sense, like... It, it, I think it's surprising that Axel turned such a 180 in Kingdom Hearts 2 in the sense of, like, well, this is who Roxas actually is, so I guess I'll help him out, whatever. Like, right. considering, considering that... I guess Lee. I wish they just. I wish he like some like the bad guys chose to keep their nobody names, and Lee I guess doesn't, and it's kind of like well, I like the name Axel better. Yeah, Lee is L E A. Like nobody named Lee spells it with an A. No, but you gotta make it anagram into Axel. Axel came first, I guarantee. Yeah. Some of them, some of them, I feel like uh, Zexian and Ienzo, I feel like both of those are cool names. Uh, mm -hmm. Issa is fine. Syx is fine. Like most of them are like, okay, I don't, I, I think Zigbar is, is probably worse than Brag. So like some of them are like, mm -hmm. go the other way around. But yeah, you're right that Axel is a much uh, better name than L-E-A. Yeah. He's cool though. He's a good character. I mean, uh, there are there are complaints to be had with him. I think, which is fair, but I don't know. 
Are we good on Axel? Do we want to go to 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 good old Diz? Good old Diz. I think. Yeah, I, I feel like I had other notes on Axel, but I mean, we're gonna talk about Axel a lot when we get into Kingdom Hearts two. Oh, really? So. <laughs> Yeah, and then again in three five eight over two, and then kind and then of forever. again. Forever, he's basically distance. the main. He's the main character from here on out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Which I mean, I'm glad that the name of our show is fitting mm-hmm. that he is. He doesn't leave, but um, <laughs> it, I can't believe we decided on that name, and then like halfway through Kingdom Hearts one, are like, wait a minute, does anyone know why we're called this? <laughs> they do now they do now good job axel thanks for sticking it out let's talk about diz what is there to say about diz other than everything about diz (laughs) um because because there's a lot and there's also it's all it's also not a lot you can't do this i just did the whole i just did the whole axel thing you can't be like hmm what is there to say about diz okay wheels (laughs) now you just talk again for the whole show yeah, I've got two more podcasts to record today. That's my plan. My plan is to make you do all the work. Um, <sighs> so Diz, we've mentioned it before on Answer Reports, but Diz is uh, Ansem the Wise. Who in is mummy cosplay. In, in, in a mummy suit. And he's... Basic, like he's the he's the true Ansem. He's the only person who's actually Ansem. <laughs> but God. he doesn't go by Ansem. But he well he chooses yeah he stops going by Ansem because Xehanort does like Xehanort takes the name yeah he soils the name with his shitty reports that we read and so yeah the Ansem's real like, Ansem <clears throat> who becomes Diz only wrote like one of the Ansem reports from the last game yeah. However, if you if you missed that, we are going to get into Ansem's secret reports in Kingdom Hearts 2. Whoopee! Um, oh, yay. So, yeah, so he goes into hiding and just lets Apprentice Xehanort, well, Terranort, does it, well... Being exiled into the world of darkness is a weird way of saying goes into hiding. It? I could have... I, I don't know. Let me, let me look up the yeah, Ansem secret reports. Because when... Uh, I think he like sort of d- tries to and then it's like whoops not when Xehanor and all of the apprentice buddies go evil I'm pretty sure they lock him up in the realm of darkness and that's how they're able to like take his identity that's how Xehanor is able to take his identity is because the real one is locked away um, I don't remember how he actually gets out but that's my recollection so he starts going by Diz, which stands for something. Stands for something not cool, but I don't remember what it is. Um, he wants revenge on the organization. Yeah. Yeah, I just figured out what Diz stands for. What does it stand for? Darkness in zero. I knew it was not cool. I knew it was it's a not, not cool. cool thing. Um, yeah. So he he actively disregards or discards the name Ansem that was stolen from him and he goes to seek for revenge. So I think he I think he's like man on the run for a little bit. Yeah. And then cuz I just read from Ansem report 3 where he does that and I think 5 he's talking about being in the realm but without like sitting down and reading these I'm not going to know when. Sure. 
it happens. So sure. he was in the realm a, of darkness at some point. Yeah, um, darkness and zero. What does that mean? You know, it's like darkness, but um, in zero. You know, uh, sure. So he he's like kind of mean right now in Kingdom Hearts. He'll like be kind of mean at the beginning, but then like not be mean later. He's got this weird sort of nobody prejudice going on because the apprentices decided to turn themselves into heartless and nobodies. And so he's like, well, they fucked do me that? up. So I'm going to hate everyone who's a nobody. So he's got, he ends up being like weirdly mean to nominee at points. Uh, maybe that's three, five, eight that he does that. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, so he's he's got this sort of vendetta going on right now. So that's why he <laughs> pretends to be Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, to goad Riku into killing some organization members. And it basically works. And I guess that's really all you need to know. He just really wants to make sure the organization gets destroyed. So he's doing all he can to help Riku and Mickey do that. Yeah, his motives are weird from like point a of in birth by sleep to point end of kingdom hearts 2 yeah darkness and zero man i like him so much less now you liked him he's interesting mm, he dresses as a mummy i mean it's like he dresses as a mummy and stands by a computer for all of kingdom hearts 2 it's interesting to me i sure. the design is like good in a, in a final fantasy way it's like when you say, oh, he's dressed like a mummy, I'm like, yeah, all right, that sounds dumb. But like, it's not like Halloween Town mummy. <laughs> it ain't too far off. It, it's like it's, it's yeah. like a cool, edgy anime mummy. Sure. And he has like, a, I don't know. It's not bad. Are we done? I think I we're don't know. done. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Like, there's not much else to say about Ansem the Wise slash Diz. He really wants to defeat the organization at this point. So he. Does uh, the things that he yeah. do. Yeah. How do I we mean, end Ansem reports? I don't know. What Ansem report is this? I'm Wheels. You can find me on Twitter at the Travis W. I have no desire to figure out when exactly this episode is going to drop, but probably something is interesting happening on either Very Random Encounters or Arbitrary Archive. Um, my two goes shows. Twenty six, I believe. Oh, okay. So, because this is our last episode of the year, so we'll Happy be right in the middle the of holiday. we'll be right in the middle of the very random encounters holiday special, um, which we've recorded uh, but haven't put out yet. It's uh, it goes some weird places. Uh, we played Fiasco in like a holiday setting with a lot of mall Santas. Um, <laughs> it goes some places. I really love it. Um, so yeah, you should listen to that, the Very Random Encounters holiday special. And then right after that's done, we're starting a new season of that show. So if you like the holiday special, you can jump in on the whole big new story. Great. What do I have to plug? Um, You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. You know, I do that. And then I, I was <laughs> I was listening back to an episode like a couple days ago on the podcast app. And I was like, I guess... I guess the spelling of my name is on the logo for our show. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I probably I I think it's too much of a habit where I'll ever break it down. Yeah, you've but, done it too many times. Yeah. Um but that's me. You can find me on Twitter. I write stuff sometimes. I did a review of the new Star Wars because I liked it. Um, even though it was like weird. <laughs> I haven't gotten to see it yet. I work at a movie theater and I haven't seen it yet. Just take your break for like two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm sure they'll love that. Yeah, it's great. Um but yeah, no, so I, there's that. It'll you've prop there's a chance people have seen it by now because this will be like over like almost two weeks after it's been out. So there's that. I might have game of the year stuff up by then. We'll see. Um I'm gonna do I think maybe I have ten games I can talk about, so maybe a top ten list. Um also we're gonna try and get that last Skypea up up this month, which I'm talking about my other podcast, which is a One Piece rewatch podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, which we're probably going to go to not every week just because we're busy and we tried every week and then it didn't actually happen. So we'll figure that out as we go. And that's all that I have. That was Riku's story. And that was Chain of Memories. Darkness and Zero. Got it. Memorized. Memorized.